Good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're listening to the show. Happy Sunday. Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. My name's Rick Beta, and I've been attempting to figure out like the best day to get these episodes out for the last, I don't know, four weeks or so, five weeks. And I think it will have to stay on Sunday. So from Sundays from here on out, okay? Only because my weekly workload is going to be increasing yet again starting in August. So we will see. More details later. You know, all good things, of course. I'm not complaining. It's all good things, but I'm just like, damn. Okay, now this is added to my plate. Uh, when the hell am I going to record these episodes? So Sunday is going to be it. So just just stay subscribed, and I'll continue to, to do my best, you know, to push these episodes out. So I promise. I promise. You can follow along on social media at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. And you can also email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. So a lot, a lot of content was released last week. I mean, a lot. I missed so much of it, too. So many great videos that I, I've heard of, and I got to see a, a small fraction of them. But I wanted to start off with some, like, because skateboarding finally had some, like, really big news with skaters not named Tony Hawk, of course, this week. And I felt that I should at least talk about it for a bit. So that's right. So Nakel Smith and Tyshawn Jones both decided to, you know, F-O-H to F-A. They gone. Yep, both of them. And I'm pretty sure most of you have already heard that by now. But it's a big deal. I wanted to point that out. I mean, the news definitely got, like, my brain synapses firing. You know, I mean, when someone leaves a brand after, what, he was there, Tyshawn was there for nine years, it's kind of a big deal, right? And none of us saw that coming. None of us saw it coming. And I've been, you know, keeping an eye on I follow uh, TJ's account. You know, I didn't didn't see any clues or hints or anything like that. I, I don't follow Nikel, at least I don't think, because I, I tried to find his account, you know, to kind of do some research for the show. But I had no luck. <laughs> Is he even on IG anymore? You know, I didn't try too hard to find it and wasn't really worried about it. However, there's one thing that stood out to me from Tyshawn's account, and that is this company called Brick Underneath. One brick underneath. It's got like 6,500 followers, at least at the time of this recording, and only follows two. Actually, let me check who these two are. Oh, well, duh. It makes sense. So it's Nakel. It's Nakel and uh, Tyshawn. So Nakel's IG is That's On Me. That's right. I, I remember that. So anyway... That brand only follows two people. So the, the su- supposed like owners and creators of the brand has zero posts. Many are already kind of speculating or considering this is going to be the next board company from the two. But upon some researching on the old Google, I found some info on Brick Underneath. So Brick Underneath, trademark application of Tyshawn. And it's back from what filed on November 23rd, Tyshawn Jones, November 23rd, 2021. The brick underneath covers underwear, children's underwear, men's underwear. International class 025 clothing, footwear, headgear. And I don't see anything mentioning about hardwood, hard gear, you know, skateboards, except stuff like that. So, but it got me things like, damn, the internet is a fascinating yet scary place, right? That I could just find that info. So brick underneath, trademark application has been filed. Trademark of Tyshawn Jones filed on November 23rd. So this has kind of been a work in motion for a while now. So this leads me to believe that Tyshawn and Nakel are definitely moving on to do something together. But it will not, and I repeat, not be a board company. I just don't feel it. I don't think that's it, you know? 
Here's what was posted from you know, FA's IG account from Jason Dill you know, after the news broke. Quote, we wish much success to Tyshawn and Nock on their future endeavor. Thank you for the last nine years, Dill, comma, F.A. So the key words that stick out to me is on their future endeavor, singular. That's not a plural endeavor. So their endeavor. Yeah. I mean, they definitely have something in the works, right? No, brick underneath, you know, as per the trademark application. And I'm assuming that, you know, brick underneath refers to, you know, holding on to one's private parts, as I said moments ago. So it is a clothing company, namely an underwear brand. But it could serve as a board brand if you think about it, you know, because you know, skateboards, wheels, they do roll over bricks that are underneath them. You get it? You know, I like it. I dig it. But it got me thinking. I was like, wait a minute. You know, I mean, if, if we're referring to underwear and bricks being underneath, where exactly are you going with that, TJ and Nakel, you know, what are you suggesting? Do I need to order like extra large ones just to prove a point? Brick underneath. He's like, hell yeah, every male's gonna say he's got bricks underneath. No need to keep extra small in stock. Not at all, man. Got extra medium in stock, no smalls. But do I see this becoming a board company down the road? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, the name would probably work, right? Like I said, bricks underneath. It, it's kind of a, a skateboard reference. And they could, you know, possibly go down the road that, you know, Sci-Fi Fantasy did. You know, shout out to Ryan Lay who just got on that brand. And that started off as a clothing company. And, you know, you could build and branch out to hard goods. So it could happen. But I don't see I don't think it will. Our hopes and dreams of the two of them, you know, starting a board brand together might have to be put on hold for a bit. Let's just see if they can, if the two can work together on holding each other's bricks for a while, and then we'll see, you know, get a little dabble, a little taste. You know, Tyshawn is an entrepreneur, you know, so he's got that drive and ambition to do it. I'm not saying it won't ever happen. I just don't think it's going to happen right now. I don't know if that's what he wants to do. I mean, does he really want to run a board company right now with all the stuff he's going, got going on, all the plates he's got spinning, literally, too, he's got a, a food business? Is it worth the effort and the work and all that? You know, at this point in his career, to run a board company that's, you know, some say are oversaturated. I know I've mentioned that in the past, too. I mean, everyone, hey, you do you, make your money. I'm not going to knock you. But there are a lot of board companies out there, a lot. And it seems like to me like he kind of likes making money. Is a board company the route he wants to go, you know? I don't know. Only time will tell. I just wanted to uh, to point that out. That I do obviously see them working together, which I mean obviously clearly they are, but I just I just don't think it's a board company. Dot 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 yet. So next up, you know, the longest running contest in skateboarding went down in Florida this past weekend. Actually, well, today it ended as I record this on Sunday. It's what, four o'clock my time. So that's right, the Tampa Pro 2022 event went down, and it did not disappoint, well, at least via the, the webcast, you know, because I've yet to see one of these in person, and I think I need to change that. Maybe in the next couple years, you know, have you been? You know, how awesome is it? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking the full experience, too, like all the after parties, all the additional stuff that goes on. I just was like, I mean, hypothetically, if I did, I could probably bolt out of work you know, fly out Friday night, 
you know, but I can't see myself coming back Sunday night and working Monday. I'd have to take Monday off, you know what I mean? Or Tuesday off to recover. Sounds like it's a pretty wild one. So yeah, fly back Monday, recover. I don't know, maybe uh, 2023 goals or 2024 goals. Who knows? Maybe we could, uh, some of us, we could all meet up over there and have a nice little party. That, that'd be cool, right? No Mongo meetup over at Spot Tampa. But what I like most about this contest is, is the qualifiers. You know, we get to see so many shredders, you know, out there putting it all on the line just to make the top 30. And I'm talking like skaters from their early 20s to ones pushing like close to the big 6-0. Now, long-time listeners know that I've been on record stating that because of Ron Allen's antics in, in what, past, what, last year or two, I am now on the clock to relearn late shovets. All because of him. I now have to learn them. Seeing him bust those out in the middle of the line is impressive, and was, it was damn right beautiful. So, yeah, I said it. I said I'm going to relearn them before I turn. Well, at the age he did them. I think he was 57 or 58. It was in the last couple years, whatever age he did it at the time. However, now because of you know Mr. Allen, I now have to add another trick to that list. And this is one I've never done before. But now I feel compelled to add it to my list. I felt so inspired from him doing it. Regardless of the fact that I'm basically only in like retain trick mode, I'm not really out here trying to learn new stuff at my age. But I am letting the world know I'm planning on learning or trying really, really hard to pop shove it late flips by the time I'm 59. I mean, did you see him land that though? My mind was blown. I was like, are you kidding me, Ron? I was already feeling like the pressure of relearning late shove it's into my fifties. And now you do this to us, to me, namely pop shove it late flip at 59 in one of the biggest and longest running contests in the world. <laughs> That's just freaking ridiculous. I didn't have a board nearby when I was watching that, but I would have been slapping the nose on everything. You know how it does a good trigger. Oh, slap, 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 slap it on the coping. Probably would have destroyed my TV. That was so cool to see. And those are always a trick that I wanted to learn too. I just couldn't get it. I, I could get the attempts down okay, but never fully committed to them. Just something about, you know, keeping my body over the board as it rotates, and then you got to flip. You got to flip that board right just right it's easy to keep your back foot kind of in the same spot but you're you're flipping and you i mean you're it's shoving and you're flipping it's a lot going on they are a cool looking trick though it's always nice to see a shot out there you know felipe nunez chris colburn the list goes on and on you know but not everyone can win this thing right which brings me to the finals and spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet and you're planning on see it i want to stop right now so congrats to Florida's very own Jamie Foy. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Jamie, 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 speech, speech, speech. The man stepped it up and won the whole damn thing. I kind of had a feeling, too, when he, he did that run and everyone got hyped and he's kind of like, I think he kind of grabbed his pants near his crotch and kind of shoulders inwards like, yeah! I'm like, oh, damn. He just put the pressure on Nija, uh, Uto. All these guys, they were feeling it. They were already feeling the pressure already. You could tell from like their what first run, even the second runs. Like, dude, the big guys, the heavy hitters, the ones that always win it, they were feeling the pressure. I had a feeling though. It just Nigel didn't make any of his three runs. Yuto didn't make any of his runs. 
and right, rightfully so, like for him. And he was he flew in from Japan. He won X Games last weekend. I mean, dude is freaking tired, and it showed. Right? He's human. His legs can't go on forever, but he just seemed a little off today. He missed the tricks that usually take me like a hundred tries to do, and him are just kind of everyday tricks. I mean, like mainly three sixty flips, just stuff like that. Also, back to Niger real quick. I know I gave you crap last year about this, so I have to give you credit when credit is due, right? So congrats on making the flight this year. Yes. Dude. Did you use the app? What was it? Or like a, hey, S-I-R-I. Remind me I need to go to my flight soon. You know? The little things that were just, it was a matter of just sleeping in or not. And I wonder why he wasn't rocking his AirPods this year. Hmm. Maybe he was, like, so focused or rushed to get to his flight that he forgot him. I mean, who knows? But I wonder if that had an impact on his skating, though, because he's always rocking those earbuds, and he's smiling. He's got his, his specific tunes, regardless of the, what the in-house DJ is playing. It just can't, it just seemed kind of out of character for him, you know? No AirPods. Is this the new Nyjah, you know? Vincent Malou took second, repping France. And Jake Alardi, also from Florida, took third. So all deserved. All well-deserved. No controversies this year. I feel like the best skater won. Jamie earned it. He won that damn thing. So congrats again, Jamie. Well done. Now, for as much as I love this contest, I have one thing that has always pissed me off and drives me absolutely crazy. And it doesn't just apply to skateboarding either. So this is a wide net that I'm throwing out here. Wide, uh... Example, it's with any sport that has a commentator. Some say it's just bad timing or that it it just isn't real. But I 100% believe in the commentator jinx. It's alive. It's real. It happens more often than not. More often than not, meaning sometimes the commentators get lucky. And, and they don't strike lightning at the worst possible time. They get lucky. So whew, they probably say something like, oh. Damn, I dodged a bullet on that one. But it happens. It builds. And I heard it all day, all weekend at Tampa. Mostly from Alex, though, you know? Guess he's the new guy in town, right? Pastors had a couple. I, I don't I think Zitzer for the most part is one of the like he's the one that really goes out of his way not to jinx any of the riders. But but Alex, he was pulling like the sniper rifle like left and right this weekend, like whoosh, Aiming right for, like, dude's calves. Kind of getting the, the, the no-scopes on for the knees. Take him out. You name it. You're just taking him out, left and right. I mean, you think I'm lying? There are two key moments that would absolutely convince any of the doubters or haters out there. And one happened to be during the finals. When I actually really started taking note of this, because I had heard it all throughout the whole weekend. I'm like, what's going on? But this was during the finals. The second run of Yuto Horogome, right around the 32-second mark, he said, quote, so far, so good. And then Yuto proceeds to miss his attempt. And right away, knowing what he said and did, he said, quote, I had to say that, huh? I had to say that. Knowing, like, basically, like, that's, in, 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 I'm not a commentator, but I would assume in broadcasting terms, that means my bad, my bad, without really saying my bad. Like, ooh, that's on me. He's like, I really had to say that, huh? Just had to say it. Yeah, good job, Rick. You really had to say that. Good job, Alex. 
You know, that's kind of what he was saying to himself. And I can't remember who was, I think it was Chris or Paul coming back with, you don't have that power. You can't knock you two off his board. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I fully disagree with you, Chris, because it just happened. Because he is a commentator. First time or not, he does have the power to knock you two off his board. He could have killed the man. Man. When are commentators going to realize this, though? Like I said, it's not just skateboarding. Say, for example, like the 49ers. They're on their way to win, right? It's a very tough game. There's a lot of field goals, not a lot of uh, you know touchdowns. The, kill, the kicker's doing a lot of the work, right? So they need a field goal to win the game. And more often than not, the commentator would say, oh, like something like, he hasn't missed all day. He hasn't missed. He's been 100% accurate from uh, 40 yards and out. He hasn't missed one today. And what would happen more often than not? Miss, wide left, wide right. Happens all the time in golf. And it happens a lot. I notice with free throws in basketball. Though. Oh, so-and-so, Clay Thompson's uh, 85% from the line. He's really good in these spots. Or Steph Curry's, no, 99.99% from the line. Great. And what happens is bounce off the rim. And just, if, he wouldn't have, if they wouldn't have said anything, it wouldn't have happened. It happens. Commentators need to know time and place, man. And by time... And place, try and speak in the past tense. This is a little trick. I'm not a commentator, but here's the trick that I would use. Speak in the past tense. Okay? I have no problem with you saying, wow, that was a flawless run by Jamie Foy. He killed his run. That was an amazing run. Notice the difference, you know? Because anytime you mix, start mixing in, like, he's having a perfect run. Nigel is flawless this run. Guess what's going to happen the next trick? He falls. Or if you say, so far, so good, like a magic pebble falls from the sky and lands right in front of a skater's wheels. Like, Rrr! wow, so far, so good. This guy, he's getting every single trick so far in this run, guys. Rrr! Boom. It drives me crazy. And I know it's probably just me overreacting. You know, but I heard it enough this weekend where I had to mention, I'm like, what, really? Again? Again? <laughs> and keep in mind, I've already been thinking this. I've been known about commentating, you know, commentator jinxes for years, for decades. It's real. <laughs> I just didn't expect to see it so much this weekend. But on the real, though, commentators need to stop jinxing, jinxing these riders' as runs, you know? Especially if the speakers are in-house. And within earshot of the skaters, it's that simple, right? <laughs> like if you had a megaphone, <laughs> say Rick's, say, all right, we're going to put me in the mix. So, so it puts on me, you know. All right, well, Rick's been, uh, Rick's been killing it on this curb today. He's gotten his 50-50 slappies frontside. And he actually, no, I'm backside, but he's actually learned frontside, getting them every time. And, and, and it's all with a megaphone. So Rick has not missed one yet. And I hear that. And guess what's going to happen? I fall. Man, I should have reached out to Cabbage for some thoughts on this. I, I know he's done some some of that work on his job. I wonder if he's ever snipered someone on accident. It's like, oh, he's having a great run. <laughs> Where did that rock come from? Where did that boulder come from on the half pipe? Who put this there? Well, you said he was having a fantastic run. He's landing every trick. Alex did it again for a couple other skaters too, and namely on Lucas Rebello's final run. And it's not like I'm trying to pile on the guy here. I'm just, I'm providing proof that it's, I mean, it's all in the audio. <laughs> it's not me doing this. It's him. He just had the worst timing and luck. 
Lucas started his run with a back nose blunt, and they all started like tripping over themselves, like oh, like bumping elbows, like oh, well, yeah, oh, he never misses that, never. However, like I mentioned earlier, they both said it after he landed the trick. That's key. That's key. <laughs> Only because seconds later, after another trick, I think he did. What did Lucas do? He did a nollie. I didn't write down. It was nollie 270 to lip slide or board slide. I can't remember which one. So he landed that. And that's when Alex decides to chime in. He doesn't miss. Like, but he wasn't specific. He doesn't miss. And guess what Lucas did next? I'll let you figure it out. It's because he wasn't specific enough, though. The skate gods assumed that he was talking about the the upcoming trick and not the one he just did and didn't state that <laughs> but it was so freaking hilarious at that point i was like wow dude and he didn't he i would have said something to get to it he, I, see that was another uh, opportunity to be like i had to say that huh <sighs> i had to say that again but it was hilarious he doesn't miss but the guy is flawless he doesn't miss and he missed right after he said it I, I, you can't write and make this stuff up. You can't write this into a Hollywood movie. It's it's there. It's in the audio. You guys can go listen to it. I would have just stayed silent the rest of the contest <laughs> after that. You know, Lucas would like Paul or Chris would have to like turn to me like, oh man, look at that. Oh wow, just this person. Yeah, you know, they would be commenting like that was an excellent run. That was an awesome run. Oh, Nigel just killed that run. And it turned to me like, Rick, you're awfully quiet, dude. What happened? Does your is your microphone broke? Hey, can we get tech support? Is it out of a battery? And I would just look. I'm like, I just shake my head, and like, you know, do the like the, the, the no, cut it off thing gesture. You know, you throw it. Like, no, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I, I think I know what I'm doing. I'm jinxing these guys. But it was funny moments later though, because when, I think yeah, Utah's final run, they were too quiet, so they overcompensated. And Alex is like, oh, are we too quiet for this one? Let's get him riled up. Yay! Let's talk about his run. How's he doing? Let's talk about it before he does the trick. He always does these Nolly 270 to lip slides, huh? Always. But yeah, so commentator jinx is real. I've said it before and I say it again. It's alive. It's real. Commentators do have the power to knock Uto off his board or Nija or Jamie. You know, my best advice is to always talk in the past tense, you know, when referring to the tricks being done or the run itself. Or anything complimentary, right? You just want to keep it, just just ease it back. Just take it easy a little bit. He's He had a great run, not he's having a great run. I don't know. I'm shrugging. I'm not a commentator. What do you guys think? Let me know your thoughts. I still haven't seen the best trick contest yet, so I'm going to go watch that probably later on tonight. Figured, I mean, I kind of got spoiled on who won and, or whatever, but I just wanted to watch it. I just didn't have a chance to check it out over the weekend to talk about it. But I'm sure there was some epic stuff. Even saw something from my boy Andy Anderson. That looks amazing, Andy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Aaron Monty's probably like shaking his head like, damn, this guy Aaron Andy is really good. Like, Andy's the best. I love him. Anyway. I'll talk to you guys next Sunday. Peace.